Hey, everybody, it's Ryan Ripley. Wanted to get a new offering in front of you as soon as possible, evidence-based leadership. And so, as you all know, Todd Miller, myself, and Will Seeley, we're big on evidence-based management. We want to apply it to the leadership space. We all know that modern managers face complex challenges every day. You're juggling a lot of needs, your direct reports, your stakeholders, your customers, they all need constant attention. What we want to do is help you manage that. We want you to use information and data to make good decisions around all of these areas so that we're delivering the right thing at the right time for the right customer. And we know that we're doing that because we're using data and evidence to validate all the things that we're doing. And not only that, we're not just looking at value, but we're looking at our capabilities as an organization. Can we deliver on time? Can we innovate effectively? Do we have too much tech debt? Do we have too many things in process? Are we unable to deliver when the market demands that we do? We look at all of these things with evidence-based management. We merge that into a leadership uh, mindset and lens, and we enable you to make new and better decisions repeatedly based off of the data that you're collecting within your organization. It's exciting stuff. We hope you can join us. Visit agileforhumans.com forward slash EBL course. Join us in one of these offerings. We think you're going to love it. Hope you can join us. Use Agile for Humans, the number four to take another 15% off of this course. And uh, we can't wait to see you there. Welcome to today's episode of Your Daily Scrum. I'm professional scrum trainer, Ryan Ripley. This is professional scrum trainer, Todd Miller. Todd, say hello. Hello. Thank you. You're uh, welcome. Your Daily Scrum, we're here to answer all the questions that you have about scrum, the things that come up on your teams with the hope that uh, however we answer these helps you and your team move forward, deliver awesome products, and create very happy customers. Todd, how are you doing today? Pretty good. You Todd, know. I think you have a story to tell us, don't you? I do. A story that came from Barbara. Um, and the story as it goes, uh, first of all, congrats, Barbara, on passing your PSM assessment. That's pretty, pretty good. Great job. We're, uh, that's awesome. Uh, it's no easy well assessment. Done. Yeah, uh, Scrum.org has the most difficult scrum assessments out there. So that's a great step. Um, next, uh, you know, Barbara was telling us a little bit of a story uh, that she was starting with a brand new team and the team couldn't deliver value for three to four weeks. What, what happened is they didn't have access to source control. And so what they did is they spent their time setting up environments, going through the product backlog, probably trying to fill time wherever they could, right? So three to four weeks uh, and they couldn't, um, they had, they basically really couldn't do anything else other than that. So that's yeah. what she was, that's what she was telling us. Yeah. And so we kind of boiled that question down to what do we do when we are blocked, mm -hmm. right? What mm -hmm. happens when teams are blocked? And so this is where um, I jump into action. I have a statement here that I should type in scrum master. So I'm going to, I'm going to type this while Todd talks. Cool. Yeah. You know, one thing I left out too is uh, Barbara specifically asked about Sprint Zero, said that she noticed on her assessment there is no Sprint Zero. And and so I, I'm going to come straight out of this where you're typing this, Ryan. This to me isn't a Sprint Zero. This isn't a Sprint at all. You cannot Sprint, right? You cannot. You can't you really, you're, what, what you're doing now and that, that, that time that you were using to fill whatever time until you were unimpeded, it's not a Sprint, right? Here's yeah. my thought on this topic. Right. A scrum master has zero tolerance for organizational impediments. Zero. 
right? Yeah. When we see a team blocked, so let's pretend I've been in the spot where the build server wasn't ready or servers hadn't been racked yet, or we didn't have the licenses for a certain you know, visual studio or whatever it was that was going on. I literally sat outside the door of the person who could solve the problem until they helped us solve it. Right. I mean, that's just what we do. And you got to decide the level of annoying and irritating that you want to be on the scale of zero to to Ryan, pick out where you want to be on that scale. <laughs> um, but in all seriousness, a scrum master doesn't tolerate these these impediments. We find we get with the teams, we get our we put our heads together, we say, what do we do here to make progress? What do we do here to get started? Because we're burning someone's money just sitting here. Well, I was just going to say, do you know if I was the product owner in this circumstance, how upset I would be? This is my money that's being blown because they didn't have access to a source control or source control repo, right? I, like I am livid if I'm the product owner. And so I'm working, if I'm a scrum master, I'm working with the product owner to be like, we are losing this much money a day. There's nothing wrong with that. We, In fact, that's something that we tell product owners all the time, right, Ryan, is to know how much a sprint costs you. So let's figure out how much money we're losing a day. That Usually when you bring money into the, you bring money into the, conversation, people tend to start listening a bit more. So um, trying to find that fastest escalation path that you can to get this um, this uh, impediment removed. Yeah, I, I think getting your product owner involved is great. Like it's their money, yeah, it right? It's their budget. If the product yeah. owner can't help you solve the problem, they know someone who can, they know how to escalate, get your product owner involved. I think Scrum Masters also have to be really comfortable partnering with management and leadership to solve the problem. Right. These are when I said that a scrum master has zero tolerance for organizational impediments. Check out that word organizational. You may or may not have the positional or authority or influence to solve that problem on your own. But if you have partners in management and leadership, which you should have because you're coaching the organization. Right. And if you can get your product owner revved up over the cost that Todd's talking about, what can't you fix? Mm. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, you know, just to kind of go back to the root with this. And I think um, I think that's our, our advice on this one. Like uh, w- what's happening here is not a sprint. No. You can't call it a sprint. There is no such thing as a sprint zero. There is no such thing as a hardening sprint. Right. Those, those, we don't we don't believe in special sprints. In fact, I think we did a what is a sprint video you can check out. And there's a little bit more information on that. Um, if you're not able to, if you don't have the tools or the ability to deliver an increment because you're just getting started and you're blocked, don't call it a sprint. It's not a sprint. Every sprint needs to result in a potentially shippable product increment, right? That's the intention. That's the beautiful thing. The most amazing thing about Scrum is that's our expectation. Now we may fail from time to time, the exception, not the rule, but, um, we need to strive for that. And it's not, if it's not possible here, so it's not a, it's not a sprint. Yeah, Barbara, yeah. great question. Yeah. Thanks for sending that in. That was another comment that was left on a previous video. So guess what, everybody? Leave us a comment. Let us know what you do when your team's stuck, how you get them unstuck, and perhaps you have a question of your own. Leave it in the comments. As you can see, over the past week here, we've been answering your questions. Yeah. And we want to answer more, right? So we want to uh, make sure that your questions get answered. Leave them in the comments. We'll be sure to check it out. Um, but I think we're going to move over to the close. What I'm going to do, I'm going to promise in the closing down below here, you're going to see a video. Uh, I'm going to link back to the fixing your scrum video that Todd mentioned. So I'll make sure that you can see the, what is a sprint video, which should help, but be sure to subscribe and like this channel, right? Hit this, hit smash this subscribe button, smash the like button, Todd smash. Todd smash, Todd smash the like button. 
<laughs> He's worn out from shoveling snow. The yeah. nor'easter, the nor'easter yeah. has broken pods. Listen to that enthusiasm. <laughs> so yeah, make sure that you like and subscribe so you know when we drop a new video. Check out all the socials, the Facebook. Uh, I, I said the Facebook. I must be over 40, huh? Uh, Twitter, LinkedIn. We're all over the place. Plenty of content out there for you to check out. Leave us a you're, comment. You're as not on MySpace, Brian. We are uh, not on MySpace. I miss Tom. Anyways, <laughs> videos below. Check out the Sprint one if you need some more help. Leave your questions if we need to clarify something. And uh, thanks for being here. Yeah, we'll see you day. tomorrow. Hey, it's Ryan. If you're enjoying this show and want to take a deeper dive into Scrum with me and Todd, check out agileforhumans.com forward slash training. Be sure to also look at the show notes to subscribe to our newsletter, get a copy of our book, Fixing Your Scrum, and learn more about working with us at Agile for Humans. Thanks for listening and scrum on.